breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One zero one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Ruben, when when Ruben leaves in the morning, sometimes he'll go grab a bite to eat after we get off the air. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back in the room. Yeah. And, and every time, and I love this. It makes me laugh. He says, "What a miss." Yeah. <laughs> Right, like like he missed anything. No, it's you, never usually anything. It's, it, Aaron and I are sitting here working on stuff. Yeah, I'm gone for like twenty, thirty minutes maybe, and come back. What did I miss? So I'm well, coming in this morning, going, okay, what I miss? Well, I'll let Ruben tell you. <laughs> uh, what in particular am I talking yeah. about? Um, he's he's gone two days. Mike's gone two days. Because uh, yeah. yeah, and what happened Thursday? Okay, so Thursday. Uh, Lord, what I forget to do. John Settle came in. Yeah. Um, Maybe a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I had... Uh, he had presents for you, by the way. Let me get them for him. Oh, yeah, 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 that. Are you serious? So he came in oh, He no. came in, in his bicycle lycras. And... Uh, God, this is heavy. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't get the joke, but he pulled those two potatoes Sorry. out of his pants. Sorry, I touched them. Are you kidding? You just... And I had to catch them? Hold on. Said, be sure to give them to you. (laughs) He's he's leaving. He's done. He quits. Wait, you you haven't heard the best part. (laughs) He's going out in the hall to get the hand sanitizer. Uh, Don't blame him. He rode his bike here, so Uh, he had those gifts for you, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the other. Also, I had to. Hit I, the, wait a minute, am I missing something? What's the significance? I have, I have no idea. No idea. I don't get no, it. I'm, he wanted you to have them. Anyways, I, I don't know. Two potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I, I don't get the reference. Yeah. Uh, but and then also, I had to hit the button twice: once for her and once for him. <laughs> We're not going to uh, tell you why. Well, we can't tell oh, you yes, why. You are. <laughs> we, we can't. Later, we will. But you, and we, we found out right the now. button wasn't working. Oh yeah. Oh. And so, yeah. <laughs> That's how we found out that the button wasn't working. <laughs> we'll tell you about those stories later. So, uh, yeah. <sighs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I hate I missed that. Yeah, and he was all decked out in spandex and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no. No, yeah. no. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Ly- well, lycra, I think, not spandex. Excuse yeah, me, lycra, yeah. Lycra. Not that that's any better. <laughs> no man should wear stretchy stuff like that, especially this early in the morning. It, you know, it, stay on the bike if you are. Yeah. Don't come into the studio. Oh, okay. Yet. So well, he literally rode a bicycle? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're going to stick yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah we're oh, going to stick okay. with that. Okay. We'll tell you about that later, too. <laughs> <sighs> okay. But take those home to Dina. Have her cook them up oh, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't. Not not if they've been in his pants. So anyways, that's what you missed. Yeah. How was Dallas, by the way? How yeah. was the trip? Awesome. Good. Had a good time? It's- Awesome. At least something good came out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I actually, I left Wednesday afternoon and, and got there Wednesday night and, uh, she had to work most of Thursday, which mm-hmm. is fine. She yeah. didn't have to stay home and entertain me, you know. It was she fine. She dug through all her stuff while she was <laughs> gone. <laughs> actually did not. They don't want really? it. Really? <laughs> no. No. Okay, Just I know, I know. En- enjoyed the day and, 
um, yeah, we got to do all the things. We did go see Little Mermaid. Oh, good. Okay. It was, it was, Aaron, now you've got to remember. Father-daughter date. All the rest of the father-daughter dates are six. Oh, yes. (laughs) But I took this little girl, this little five-year-old, you know, to Little Mermaid when it first came out. Sure. And so now we're sitting in the theater. Oh, and the you're mu- tearing up, aren't you? Aaron, the music started. Oh, you're boo And I'm And I just glanced over and I did. I just started crying. Oh, I just thought, man. oh my gosh. My oh, baby girl's like gosh. 36 or whatever. Oh. And I was, I was so afraid. I have to be honest. I was so afraid that they, they were going to woke it up so badly. Yeah. That it was going to ruin it. Because I heard they changed the song Kiss the Girl. Somebody said uh, Manuel Lynn, or what's his name, Manuel Lynn, the the guy that wrote... Never seen it. Uh, uh, Hamilton, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he rewrote some of the songs, and they added some new songs. Okay. And it's not a, it's not a shot-for-shot remake with live action, right. which I didn't want it to be. No. It was, it's, it, it was good, though. It was... Y'all enjoyed it. Yeah. Did she tear up, too? Now, the, 50, the two 50-year-old men in the back row... <laughs> Holding hands, I'm, I'm thinking theirs wasn't the same kind of situation as mine and my daughter's. Probably not. Probably not. But um, that's sweet. But that's we really did. Sweet. We had a great time. And oh. Ate at our favorite barbecue restaurant. Yeah. Um. And and, oh and went to the Dallas Museum of Art. We did some very cool to the park and just yeah had a great weekend. Um. Couldn't, I, it just couldn't have been better. When we come back. I'm a little mad at you, and I'll explain why. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Welcome to my world. (laughs) (laughs) 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. You know when when you when when the spouse calls and goes, hey, look, we need to talk. Uh oh. It's like no, no, you, that's not. <laughs> and so when you say I, I'm, I'm mad at you and I've got to yeah. what? Why? I got a beef. I got a beef with you. Um, Mudbug madness. Okay. Celebrity crawfish eating contest. Oh. You were the defending champ. <laughs> I know, and I lost my title and, simply by not being there. And you bailed, and um, so I'm going head to head with Chica. Which I dusted her, but I thought, you know, I looked around. There's really not much, you know, serious competition, oh, and I thought I gosh. might have a chance. Yeah, I might have a chance. So I started. Okay, we know it's bad if Aaron actually has yeah, a chance. No, no. There's really no competition. I put in my brain. I'm going to do the mic. I'm going to do the mic twist on okay, the. Okay. Uh, yeah. Your, your twist. Yeah. Do, I'm going to do that. So I started going. I mean, I was going hard, and I was getting shells in my teeth, and I'm and I'm chewing and chewing and chewing, and I've got bulk, so it looks like I'm I'm a cud chewer or whatever. I got it all stuffed on this side, all stuffed on this side, and I have probably thirty five crawfish now, with some shells all oh, chewed no. up on each side of my no no cheeks. shells, and um, and all of a sudden, ding, somebody stood up. I'm like, there's no way. I haven't swallowed a, a drop of this. It's all piled up in my mouth. Because I'm getting shells in it. I'm trying your trick, and I'm getting shells, and they're in my teeth. And, and I look over, and it's that 
dang police sergeant, David Gardner, who was up against the fire chief, Clarence Reese. And Gardner already told me from jump. He said, I swallow all the shells. I pop the whole tail in the mouth, swallow it. No. Like a pill. No. Like a freaking pill. I said, well, you call me two days later and you let me know how that pill comes out. No, I would oh, like to Aaron, know. That, no way. And here's what the police put on there. This is they're they're just gigging you with this. You ready? Uh-oh. Here's what they put on Facebook. Because <laughs> he's coming for you next year, I'm sure. Sergeant David Gardner brings home the win for Chief Smith and the Shreveport Police Department in a dominating performance over the Shreveport <laughs> Fire Department. Again, in other news, water is wet. <laughs> like, if he's in the contest, he's winning. <laughs> There's no chance. No one else has a chance. He kicked. I mean, literally. Well, Mike, if you're swallowing kicked, shells, I, he, I'm yeah. not even going to compete shells, with that. Shells were like boom, boom, no. boom. Uh, how do you? Boom. How does your digestive tract I had handle that? Literally Seriously. one sip of water, and then I ended up pulling all this stuff out of my cheeks because I'm like, I'm not going to try to swallow all these shells. I'll just eat the rest of my crawfish nice and slow, and drink some beer, and so I had all this cud in my tray, and it was uh, it was not pretty. <laughs> Not pretty. And because I was doing it so fast, I was slamming them in. I had crawfish goo all over my mouth. Oh, yeah. The pictures of me look awful. I'm like, I, I, I missed all of that. You have to come back next year and take this sergeant down. Well, look, the only way I would have missed that was for the reason I missed oh, it. Oh, I know. I That's know. the only reason. And Mudbug this year? Oh, my gosh. Both the, the the Friday and the Saturday night crowds were incredible. Um, I mean, Good. it was absolutely Good. A I'm glad. fabulous time. I'm glad a faux pas didn't ruin the yeah, whole festival. And, and there were jokesters who were like, oh, when's A-Train playing? Right. Yeah, whatever. How was how was Thursday night? Do you know? They had a good crowd Thursday good, night. They did. Good. They had a good I'm showing glad. Thursday night. And, um, you know, it, it, the festival is one of our biggest. And folks wanted to come out and support it. And they did. They were ready to they're ready to party Good. and get back out. It was a beautiful weekend too. It really was pretty. But again, I have no chance of ever winning that competition, so I'm not going to try. I'm just going to enjoy my crawfish right, right. and my beer. Well, and I, I, there's no way I'm going to compete with somebody that's just eating shells. No, I'm going to cheer for you to eat the shells. That's not Swallow going to happen. Swallow the shells. No, it's not going to pretend happen. like it's a big pill for your diabetes, and I, and I wouldn't even enjoy that. I mean, no. You're not enjoying it the way you're shoveling them in? Actually. <laughs> actually. Oh, gosh. Gosh. I have to tell you. <laughs> he would have spanked you, though. I mean, he. we look up and he's done. Well, yeah. It was if, unreal. If you're swallowing the whole thing. Yeah. Well, he needs to have six pounds next time. And I thought Clarence Reese had a shot. No. No. I thought, you know, firefighters, they could watch. I want to watch him do that. Did he yeah. chew them at all or just swallow them? I didn't get to see, but I was told he was just kind of chomping them in half and then going. I mean, picking up the whole crawfish, biting off the tail, swallowing and going. Oh, no. I'm like, no, wow. No. Wow. I, I think he's going to be at the urologist today. <laughs> Or the proctologist, or the proctologist, or one of those guys, gastrointestinologist, yeah, somebody, yeah. the the perforated <laughs> stomach doctor. I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, That's what I'm saying you, your body can't break that down. No, no, it's going to be ugly. Oh. It's going to be very ugly. I hope he's got a good toilet plunger. I, I've got when, when we come back. I've got to, I've got to share a moment with you from the weekend that I don't think I'll. <laughs> 
was Aaron. Mm. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you oh coming boy. up after the news. Mike and McCarty, what a one. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty getting back into the saddle. Um spent the weekend with my daughter in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh they leave on Thursday. So oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, actually they leave on Friday. Okay. And uh so we uh my daughter we didn't really have anything specific planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every every day, at least a couple times a day. We would uh, walk the dog. Mm-hmm. She has, she's got one dog left, um, and we'd walk the dog around the neighborhood. So we're coming up one of the streets. She's, it's really cool neighborhood. There's houses that were built like in the, I don't know, in twenties and thirties. Wow. And then there's brand new houses that oh, they've done, cool. and the architectural style is really different. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it's really modern kind of looking. Yeah. And then right next to this, you know, $600,000 modern home on two lots. Is right. A, you know, a small 1930s. It's a really right. neat neighborhood. Very cool. Really neat neighborhood. And so we're walking the dog. We're kind of talking. And I think it's about dusk. And we hear music really loudly coming up from, from where we're heading towards. And mm-hmm. I was like... And we hear vocals. And I said, that, that sounds like a band. You know? Oh, nice. Somebody's got it like a band going. Very cool. It's really cool. So uh, we get up, and, and it's it's Hispanic Latin music playing, and you hear a, a, a female singing very loudly. But there's a it's a big wooden fence, but, but the gate slides across the driveway, and then I, I kind of see a crack through the gate, and you know this it's music going and you could hear this I said they've got a they've got a band going. Sweet. And I go up and there's a pool. Well, it's it's not a band. There's a a girl sitting uh a very very pretty mm-hmm. Hispanic young lady. I say young lady, but you know, I don't know, 20s, 30s. And she, I guess they've got the radio going. I couldn't see a lot. There was not a live band. Right. And she's just kind of leaning, leaning in the pool, just got her head back, just singing at the top of her lungs. Oh, my gosh. Topless. <gasps> oh, no. In her backyard. And you can see her? Oh, yeah. Because I went up, stuck my head in the fence. Oh, you trespassed. The- <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. And I'm, I'm looking for the band, and I'm thinking they've got a big party, and there's this girl laying in her pool. It's Martindale the pervert now. Well, that's what I was like. Oh, <laughs> when I realized, oh, I jumped oh back away gosh. and went back to the street. Oh, like, wow. Oh, my gosh. Hand me yeah, my yeah. phone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. Was, That's uh, crazy. It was kind of an embarrassing moment. Yeah, sounds I like bet it was. Sounds like a hell of a party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't see anybody else. I'm sure uh, there was, I think I heard some other guy talking, but. Oh, Lord. You know she's got you on camera. Well, it, well, then she got me <laughs> jumping back, being very embarrassed at that point. Oh, that's funny. It, 
picked it. I thought, well, that's kind of a, you know, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> now, right. if I would have lingered and gone back. Right. And, and snapped then, a then, few shots. Yeah. yeah. Then, then, okay, then yeah. you got an issue. But, mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought they were having a big party and live band, and You're I like, thought, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see the party. No, no, no. No, you're out. Poor- <laughs> it was just a surreal moment. Uh, one of those things you read about in one of the magazines. You were never going to find me sunbathing nude in my backyard. Well, she wasn't even really. She was just laying in Topless, the water. She yeah. was in the water, leaning oh, back against the pool, man. singing. She was having oh. a great time. My daughter said, yeah, there was some tequila involved there. There's Probably <laughs> so. <laughs> Probably was, so. Oh, it was uh, an interesting moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 101.7 FM. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. A uh, lot of lot of lot of goings on over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and not not all of it good. No, we have another officer involved shooting that happened in Shreveport yesterday, um, Old River Road, which is off of Burt Coons. If you're familiar with Bickham Dixon Park, right next to that, mm-hmm. the, these mm-hmm. homes overlook that lake in there. A uh, 60-year-old Robert Diamond reportedly pulled out a gun when officers arrived on the scene. Um, shots were fired. Uh, Diamond was hit. He was rushed to Auctioner LSU Health, where he was later pronounced dead. Um, I believe this is the, hang on, the fifth officer-involved shooting since the beginning of the year. Um, state police have been called in to investigate this case. Uh, I don't know, you know, they, they have not really said there was a uh, weapon involved, I don't think. But, I mean, they they're ultimately will release the, you know, the footage and all that. It all started back on February 3rd. If you remember, Alonzo Bagley uh, was mm-hmm. shot and killed at the Villa Norte Apartments. But it's troublesome for a police department when um, it happens again. Um, those officers obviously will be on um, paid administrative leave while state police conduct the investigation. And, and again, right now, we don't have a lot. They were called there, I think, to a welfare check, which a we- describe what a welfare check is for me. I'm not real sure. Is that just there's a, maybe a neighbor's concern? They haven't seen, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they haven't seen their neighbor in three or four days. Right. Or a family member has called. And can't get a hold of their family member, so they'll ask the police department, "Can you?" you know, and they may be out of town, right? So they say, "Can you go check on my mom, or go mm-hmm. check on my my uncle Tom? He's not doing well, or I can't get a hold of him." Something okay. like that. Okay. Um, don't know much about Mr. Diamond. I, I haven't been able to find out a whole lot of information. Um, I do know that you know the the police responded. They immediately called in state police when they realized that that a um, citizen was shot by an officer we don't have the officer's names yet i mean it's really really early this happened i believe about 1 30 yesterday afternoon um now i'm looking at the story on keelnews.com mm-hmm. um any information on whether he had a weapon um, obviously they thought he did they thought he, he brandished he did, a weapon when he, they arrived on the scene okay and, um you know th- that's a that's a neighborhood that's i believe gated um, it's got about a dozen homes in it. It's pretty secluded. There's a little office or business park right to the, um, mm-hmm. to the south mm-hmm. of it. And then just to the north of it is the entrance to Bickham Dixon Park. So there's not a whole lot of homes in that area. Um, and 
you know, I don't know if it was uh, a result of some sort of issue with a family member who called to check on him, if there were other issues he was having that they were worried about him. We don't know. It's real early yet to determine kind of what happened and what sparked it. But, you know, I do know on Memorial Day there's a lot of people that do um, a lot of celebrating and that police get called to a lot of those kind of incidents where there's been too many people have had too much drinking. We've had a we had a shooting on the Hollywood, Florida boardwalk, nine people wounded, including some children. We had a block party um, where several others were shot, I believe, in Chicago. Um, there've been a, there's been a lot of violent episodes around the country on Memorial Day. And I would hazard to guess a lot of it had to do with, um, people drinking too much, celebrating a little too much. Mm-hmm. You know, that typically is what sparks a lot of it. Um, and not knowing when to stop, you know, and, and just enjoy the holiday. But again, it's for Shreveport police. It's a tough situation. No officer, as you well know, wants to shoot anybody. No, no, never, never. And so. They'll be they'll be investigating this for a little while, and they will. State police will release more details as they as they get it. They are asking for help from anybody in the public, uh, anybody any homes in there that have cameras. Probably every home in there has cameras um, to send them any footage you may have that may help determine what happened in this case, um, because they're going to need to piece together you know what actually transpired, and they'll have the body cam footage as well from the officers. So. Just a tragic story for uh, SPD and, and everybody involved and the family of Mr. Diamond. Uh, you know, they want the full story as well. They want to know what has happened here as well. Just a horrible story. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a shame when uh, what turns out, you know, starts off to be a celebration mm-hmm. uh, turns into tragedy. Yeah, it, it really is. It's it's um, it's difficult. Had a um, I have a week coming with my son. Uh, my oldest son will be leaving about the same time your daughter is leaving and, and on a very new adventure in his life that I mm-hmm. can't really discuss. But we had a nice dinner out with him. And, you know, everybody's just kind of, you know, you just, everybody knows when to say when and stop, you know, have a couple of drinks and, and mm-hmm. uh, th- have some fun together and enjoy each other's company. And, um, it, it, but you got to know when to stop. You know, well, you got to know and when. That's, you know where your limit is and what you need to do but because i it's often we talk about this on these holiday weekends and and uh people go too far take it too far and and it's easy to do once you've started having a few oh yeah then it's you know right maybe, exactly oh, you, have, you know it, it's easy to add on to it mm-hmm, definitely but uh yeah we'll 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 find out more information on on this shooting when mm-hmm. the state police release their findings and, you bet and, and see uh, see what happened. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate, unfortunate situation. Coming up after the seven o'clock news, Ben Riggs. He's uh, an author and former campaign manager. Going to join us talking about insurance reform here in the state of Louisiana. Micah McCartney. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Had a uh, a friend went to uh Prater's Steve Prater's fundraiser the other night. Mm-hmm. Uh said it went real well. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Good crowd? Yeah, good crowd. Interesting. 
Anything anything new on that front while I was gone? Uh, well, I talked to Scott Hughes about it. He was here Friday, and we talked about it. Hey, um, Scott. Uh, and um, he said that, you know, the, the battle for Henry Whitehorn, who is, you know, mentioned as a possible candidate for sheriff, is that he's not run for office before. I mean, he's he's got the qualifications to be sheriff in the law enforcement background, but... Um, for the politics of it, it would be an uphill battle was kind of the what, what I heard Scott say. Um, and the Prater machine is pretty strong. Um, and Prater got about 65% of the vote, you know, last time, which is a pretty good win. But there's still 35% out there that wants mm-hmm. someone else. Um, if there's another candidate, a third candidate or fourth candidate that could drain some of Prater's votes, that could put it in a runoff, could be could be interesting. But it looks like that that the the Prater camp is probably going to try to consolidate and make sure there are no other you know other contenders in the race. I don't know that that's going to happen or not. I'm not sure. We'll have to wait and see. I was talking with uh, somebody last night, and we were talking about the governor's race, and he uh, he said that right now the run is for number two. The because he thinks that um, Sean Wilson mm-hmm. will in the in the in the primary is going to get the top and and really yeah I I, I had not heard that before hmm. he thinks Sean Wilson will come out with number one and then for the runoff we're, we're the you know the the race is for number two you know you, that could that's an interesting point because there are so many Republicans running and that's the problem. That's Sean Wilson's going to get the Democratic vote. Absolutely, you, you got a point, and then all and, the Republicans will split yeah. it up. And which is what happened last time, and how we lost, how mm-hmm. the Republicans lost the governor's house. You know, yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. And you know, I don't know who among the uh, contenders on the Republican side will be the leader. Everybody seems to think it'll be Landry, but. That there's momentum there's a, building for others. There's a large contingency. I say a large. There is a contingency in South Louisiana that don't like Jeff Landry. There, there is. There absolutely and, and, is. And like Steve Wagesback, uh, you know, it, it, he's Sharon Hewitt's very got a good following tuned in too. to to that you mm-hmm. know to that crowd. And you so bet. It'll be interesting. It, it will be interesting. And Wagesback is working his tail off. I mean, he's, I absolutely. he's moving around. I, we had someone, when he was in studio with us last week, I had someone text me and say, you know, I would like to go see him speak. Where can mm-hmm. I see him speak? Yeah. And he said, well, I'm not speaking in anywhere publicly, but have the give the man my yeah. number and I'll go to his house and speak to yeah. him. Yeah, like, I, was, I was here when he was yeah, here. Yeah, I'm like, wow. I'll go talk okay, to him. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, interesting. He's working his honey off, and and uh, but you know, I never thought about that. That Sean Wilson was going to be mm-hmm. in the primary number one, and then the Republicans scrapping it out, and you know, to see who's going to come out in the runoff for number two. But if but if the Republicans come up with a candidate who's number two, who is a viable possibility for governor, um, and is not a Risponi. Or a David Vitter when right. you had all the baggage going with you. Yeah. Um, they win. I mean, this state is is going to put well, a Republican. I, and I think, well, I think Jeff Landry, I don't know how much baggage he actually has that may come out. I don't know. Uh, but but you've been in public office. Uh, I think Wagesback, I think he could be a strong candidate. He and could Sharon be. Hewitt, I like I like Sharon a lot. Absolutely. Um, the the 
Richard, um, the the state lawmaker that was here. Is it? I've got lost his name. Anyway, yeah, him. He's a he's a real contender too. He's mm-hmm. a young whippersnapper and very energetic, and he's going right. all around yeah. the state too. So. We will see. We'll Lots of good out. contenders. Yeah. Ben Riggs coming up after the news. 1017 FM. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty, and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, Ben Riggs. Ben, uh I know you ran Luke Mixon's campaign. So what are you and now that that's over, what are you doing now? Oh well it's good to be with y'all. Good to be with you, Mike. Good to be with you, Aaron. I'm um working with Rick excuse me, Real Reform as the executive director. Real Reform is a nonpartisan um issue-oriented group that's focused on real insurance reform here in Louisiana. So there's a there's a, a bill now that's uh, gone through that allows insurance companies, if I if I get this correct, to uh, to adjust their rates without prior approval. But that once that rate goes into effect, then they still have a review process, and it could be reversed. Tell me about uh, your opposition to this bill. Well, so the prior approval bill, um, without, you know, it, it's been amended significantly. Um, it's, it's, they still have to ask for approval first, but it's been amended to where, uh, the commissioner only has 45 days to approve that rate, which is something the, um, the insurance industry, like, had serious concerns with about filing rates and then just sitting there for a period of time. And uh, the amended version of this bill really solves their core concern, I believe, without allowing them to just file rates that haven't been approved beforehand to ensure that they're not excessive rate increases or noncompliant with state law. I'm a little confused by the bill, and you can help because it, it won support in the House from lawmakers like Cedric Glover to Alan Seaball voted for this. What's it do bad for me? What What do I need to worry about? Well, I mean, the the, the first thing is uh, just to ensure that listeners aren't confused. It has been amended over on the Senate side. Uh, it, it was amended beforehand, and now the bill will not allow the will not allow an insurance company to increase your rates without them first being uh um approved by the department of insurance so you're for it now um neutral-ish i guess you'd say uh the, the amendment makes it to where it stays kind of the way it is it just speeds the process up um so don't really have any significant problems with that Okay, there are other insurance reforms you're hoping Louisiana will step up and take before the session ends. What are some of the other priorities, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, there's been several bills that um, were really bad that we were focused on making sure did not get through. Uh, 489, which is the one y'all have been talking about that would allow insurance rates to... uh, uh, be increased without any prior approval. That's been amended. It's sort of off the table. Another one was 569, which was a bill that would have gotten rid of the three-year rule. Um, 
we were opposed to that one as well. Uh, you know, for example, one that was um, we, we were really, really excited about came out of the House uh, Insurance Committee and then went to the House floor. It uh, would have lowered rates for everyone in Louisiana. Um, I don't know if y'all are in M- are NBA fans, but I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't watch a basketball game during the playoffs without seeing Flo, the Gecko, Jake from State Farm, <laughs> yeah. Mayhem, mm-hmm. that emu running around all over the place. Uh, well, those insurance companies are running, you know, those the big four run about four to, I think it's $5 billion in advertising last year. And they don't have to, like, take that out of their profits. Um, they can just say beforehand, we want to charge, we want to spend this much on advertising this year, and they can just bake that into your rates. And Louisiana is a state that allows them to price that into your insurance rates. So you're paying for it in your auto insurance rates and in your home insurance rates. And there was a bill this session that would have um, – that would have uh, prohibited that in Louisiana, and it made it out of house insurance, and it was on the floor last week for a vote. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, uh, for example, one of the uh, representatives you mentioned earlier, Representative Alan Seaball, voted uh, against the bill. Um, but we had we had high hopes for that bill, and we're pushing it really hard. There's a number of other bills that are still in play uh, that we're we're fighting hard for. HB 287 by Representative Matt Cormier would make it to where when the adjuster comes to your home after a tornado or hurricane or anything to look at storm damage, he he would file a report with an initial estimate. Well, we're seeing insurance companies just gut that estimate. The adjuster said a hundred thousand. They'll send you twenty thousand mm-hmm. without notifying the adjuster. Right. And so this 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 piece of legislation would require the insurance company to furnish you with a copy of the adjuster's initial report and the supporting documentation. Well, we, we were been we were told we were sold a bill of goods a few years ago that we were going to pass tort reform and our insurance rates were going to go down. Mine haven't. Um, everybody, no, I, uh, and, and <laughs> so why didn't that work? And are we working to change that? Cause it obviously has not worked. If I'm not mistaken, one of the candidates, um, currently running for governor actually came on y'all's show. Um, made some pretty big promises about the tiki torches. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting you bring it up the other day on the house floor, another proponent of those tort reform bills that were promised to lower auto insurance rates went to the house floor and said, it's obvious that they have not, you know, that that did not pan out. Um, What happened was I think there were promises made uh, in order to pass pro insurance uh, industry legislation, promises about reducing litigation and stuff like that would reduce rates. When in reality, um, that doesn't reduce rates. What reduces rates is charging drivers based on driving-related factors. And then there are some things that legislators could do that, quite frankly, don't have anything to do with insurance, like improving roads and stuff like that would improve auto insurance rates. Mm-hmm. Well, when it comes to property insurance, which is what everybody's sort of focused on right now, um, they they did start to try to push the exact same narrative. We need more they claimed we need more tort reform and that would lower home insurance premiums. 
and they were using that as a pretense to strip away more um, consumer protections and make it easier for insurance companies to delay and to lowball claimants. Um, one thing that I think it's very important for everyone to understand about insurance, people will say, well, what does this bill do? What does this bill do? And 90% of the time, my answer is it will enable insurance companies to delay. Mm. They want to delay. Right. And the reason delay is so important in the insurance industry, Aaron, is because they're investing the money that you pay into with premiums. And that's how they're making the majority of their profits. That's how they pay flow. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly it. And so they, they want to pay out as slow as possible. They want to pay out as little as possible or deny if they can. Gotcha. And so there, there, there is a lot of delay and there's a lot of legislation that's pushed by the industry um, that enables them to delay. Ben Riggs, Real Reform Louisiana. Thanks for your time, sir. Thank you all very much for having me. Thank you, Ben. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keo, Mike and McCarty. This is pretty cool. They've got a Shreveport student uh that's uh made the national spelling bee. Mm-hmm. Washington DC, the big script spelling bee they do every summer. Sahil Thorat. Mm-hmm. Cattle middle magnet eighth I think he's an eighth grader headed to ninth grade now, I'm not sure. And uh he was there last year, tied for forty ninth. So he's giving it a go now for another chance. And they they started today. Uh, I just hope he does so well. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's, um, I think, like five or six kids from Louisiana mm-hmm. that have made the national competition. They they typically pick one from each of the big markets in mm-hmm. the state. They have a they have a regional spelling bee here in Shreveport-Bossier, LSUS puts on. And then the winner of that goes to D.C. So we have a winner every year moving on. Um, but the, the part about the spelling bee that people don't realize is that you might watch it on TV and you see them get up and, you know, may I have the definition, please? And, 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 right, and yeah. can, can you use it in a sentence? They do a written test first. So that's what they're doing today. They're all going to be doing a written test and then you got to make the cut on that written test. And then you get to the big stage where everybody sits in their chair and comes up one after another over and over and over again. But I don't like when they did, what was it, last year, year before, they did a tie. I mean, these kids kept going on and on and on. It was like way beyond the, you know, the late night hour. And they finally wrapped it up and called it a tie. No, I want a winner. I want them to crown a winner. Right. And give the kid the trophy and the money and the, you know, whatever they win. They win all kind of cool stuff. But I hope Sahil does well. And and, and some of the words... Oh. Are, are, oh my gosh, words I've never even heard of. Oh, and tons they have of them. silent J's in them, and oh, you know, yeah, they start with Z's <laughs> that you would never know there was a Z there. Right? Yeah, these kids study that. They study a dictionary, and so he, you know, I bet he's been doing this for a long time. And this is a kid that talk about. I mean, from those who know him, um, I think he plays chess. He's a like mm-hmm. a chess master. Yeah, he does origami. 
you know, in his spare time. That's what he wants to be a doctor ultimately. So I'm excited. For well, he it. also volunteers with Shreveport Green and Holy Angels, and uh, I'm sure he's got a 5.0 GPA. Oh, I yeah, mean, you know, yeah. spare time, right? <laughs> oh, and don't forget, he plays the flute and the piano too. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he does all that. Incredible. Probably juggles. He probably juggles too yeah. in his spare time. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, this is a sharp kid and a CMM kid, and I'm not sure where he's headed to high school, but. Uh, I would imagine Magnet. I don't know that for sure, but I'm hoping he does well today. I'm hoping it's a top 10 finish for him because I think this is his last year of eligibility. I may be wrong. He may have one more, but um, I'm hoping he does well. Yeah. Sahil Thorat. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. 13 yes. years old. Oh, and man. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. No. no. I, I, Thank God for spell check for and, me. And sometimes, in, in, you know, my family go, hey, how do you spell? Like, Dino, she'll be doing a text or something. And, and I can usually get it, you know. But she's not asking me how to spell, like, say, onomatopoeia yeah, or something that, like that. Right, or, exactly. It's, you know. <laughs> so. Oh, you just hit a sore nerve, but that's all right. What? <laughs> Robert used to get in those uh, spelling bee. He was the only boy who could spell in his school. And he would get onomatopoeia, and the girls would get banana. Yeah, and he used to get he used to get very upset about that. Yeah, big time. Yeah, that would well that would be me. He said the nuns hated him. And you can't write it down, can you? You can't. You can. You can. If do I it. write it, I can look at it and go, okay, yeah. But but if you can't write it, you can invisible write it on your hand. I have seen some of them where they give them like a little chalkboard or something, but uh, but I don't. I don't know if that's for, like, the big national competition. No, the national ones, they can only do it on their hand, invisible. That You'll see them do this, you know, oh, really? on their hand. And um, they can ask them, can you use it in a sentence? Right. The, the right, origin yeah, of the word, right. the definition. You know, they can. They have a few things they can ask to find out about the word. Um, and it's fun to watch. It I is love, fun. It really is interesting. It, it, it's a great, great time, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the finals. So we're pulling for a Shreveporter, Sahil Thorat, mm-hmm. and uh, that's coming up. Starts today, and then the, the, I think it winds up Thursday On or Friday. First, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, congratulations. Good luck. 101. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Have you ever watched Hoarders? I've I've seen oh my brief gosh. I can't do it. It makes me upset. It it disturbs me to my core. Thank you. It is so disturbing. It is very disturbing. Um we watched some of that the last few times I've I've gone over to to, <laughs> to my daughters, we oh. watched some of that and it's just it's so it. frustrating. And I, I said, I, t- I told her one time, I said, God's going to deal with me for mm-hmm. my impatience with these people. Yeah. It's like they they try to go, look, you know, Aunt Martha, stop collecting all of this mm-hmm. and going and buying more stuff. And, right. And it's right. just, and I have a, okay, I have a tendency to be a nester. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm very sentimental. I, I don't mm-hmm. like to let things go sometimes. But thank goodness it's not like that. And I know, yeah. I know, my wife throws things away when I'm not home. Oh yeah, you go. You'll never miss it, and, right? And I exactly. Usually, probably don't. But we were watching a show called Hoarder House Flippers. Whoa! These these um, these 
flippers, these people that buy these homes mm-hmm. and then redo them. And sometimes, I mean, they have to literally redo them from the ground up. Oh, gosh. Um, but one of the things, the reason I bring this up, one of the things that struck me, they kept saying, well, here in the primary bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I went, what's, what, wait, what's, and, and Micah goes, well, they can't say master bedroom anymore. You can't, no, they say, can't say that. You can't yeah. say the master bath. Mm-mm. Because apparently that's offensive. Yes, you, they don't say that anymore on any of my uh, selling. I watch a lot of the real estate shows. Right. And, and yeah. they can't say, they, they, no, they don't say that anymore. It's primary. Not allowed to say it. It's, a, it's slave terms, apparently, you know, that, that are offensive to people. That's how the master bedroom got its name because the master stayed there. So they've done away with it. Not allowed to say it. <sighs> I know. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty, uh, getting back from a, a wonderful holiday weekend, went mm-hmm. over to Dallas and uh, golly, there were so many people over in Dallas this weekend. I mean, from here, like my sister was over there, didn't realize it until after I was over there. My mom drove over unbeknownst really? to us. Yeah, my mom drove over. Um, somebody else said they were there. Or some friends of ours were over there visiting a new grandbaby. Did you get to see any Robert of these people? Robert went while over there? over the weekend. No, I didn't get to see any of them. Your mother? I didn't know she was going, and we already were doing stuff. And but, she was going over for, um, like, uh, her husband who passed away. Uh, one of his grandchildren were graduating high school or oh, something. Oh, okay, okay. I don't. I didn't really know that family. I'm not right, going to go to somebody's right. graduation. I don't. But your mom just up and drove over there and to go to. How well, old is that's mom a again? Story. There's a, there's a long story there. Oh no, eighty two, about to be eighty two next month. Does she give you a heads up when no. she's doing that? No clue. She just does it. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, um, and trying to get her to give you a heads up is not working. <laughs> My sister and I are, 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 are going to, we're going to talk with her. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Oh, Lord. So you got to give us a little. Yeah, know, Mom. Please. We got to know because what if something happened? Yeah. Y'all would have no clue where she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, this is her payback for your teenage years. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Her not knowing where we were at right. any time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no it's kidding. Like, remember those A little years? different, though. I was 16, you know. Yeah. 15, yeah. 16, 17. But she's still very sharp. I mean, she's not going to, people aren't going to be, you know, right. taking right. advantage of her. I saw, by the way, um, where, where we are sitting right now is in West Shreveport, um, Pines and I-20. I saw a post. I'm just giving you all a heads up on the radio. I shouldn't do this now, but I'm going to. Yeah, you I'm, need to wait. I'm in, yeah, I'm impulsive. Um, I know what you're saying. At the gas station, either I'm not sure if it was Wally World or the Circle K. Just note, somebody is pumping gas in their car. They go in to pay, 
and when they come out, their car is gone. So I'm just giving you a heads up for folks like your mom, you anybody, you might not realize there are thieves waiting for a little advantage oh, at absolutely. any point. Just watching. And you leave your car unlocked and the keys in it and you go in to pay or pick up a well, cup of coffee. Well, that's just foolish. Yeah, do not do that. It's You're, so easy nowadays to lock your car. Yes, exactly. You know, Take with, the keys with, the with you. Remote. And because somebody jumped in the car, sped off. And now there's a, you know, somebody comes out and their car's gone. Holy cow. My daughter told me one day, this is several, several, you know, a few years ago. She said, she goes, Dad, I was I was at the gas station and I was pumping gas, but my Glock was in the car. And she goes, this homeless guy came up and she goes, it, it scared me. First of all, she didn't see him, you know. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and I couldn't get to, if I needed my, I said, well, I said, you know, you've got a, you've got a weapon right in your hand. Mm -hmm. If he starts, you know, if you start being afraid for your life, then absolutely you spray him with gas. I mean, you take that nozzle out and you just douse him. I've gotten, finally, it took me a, it took me a long time, but I have finally gotten to the point of where I holler stop. If you get too close to my circle, I say, stop. Good. Don't yes. come any closer. Yes. Tell me what you want from right, right where you are. And I'm still a sucker. I still. No. I know. I need to stop. I yeah, need to you stop. Yeah, you do. Because uh, it, it just says loser on my forehead. Like, I'll give you money. Come up to me. I'll give you money anywhere you are. So I just, I, I need to stop doing that. But I'm. I'm a sucker for that. I really am. I mean, the the panhandlers around this area in particular, I have watched them all get out of the same van. new vehicle, like yeah. newish van. I so know. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an a total, organized it's, effort. It's an organized thing, yeah. I just need to give the money to Ruben. Yeah. Just give the money to Ruben and move on down the road. Yeah. Just, just uh, slip me a 20 or so mm-hmm. every week. And, and we're good. And, and I'll and, say, and I help boom, somebody, who, help somebody. <laughs> who needs some help. I yeah. told you in this building, this was... 40 years ago, the production director at the time came in and he was fuming and he said, I said, dude, what's wrong? He said, well, right up there on I-20 at Pines Road. Mm-hmm. said, guy had a sign, we'll work for, you know, and, and he says, well, look, come to my house, I'll pick you up at lunch, give you 20 bucks to rake leaves. He said, the guy looked at him and goes, man, I can make 20 bucks in 10 minutes standing right here. Yeah, that's just... Uh, so then don't hold a sign up saying you'll work for money. Right, because you're lying. <laughs> Yeah, and people just give them. Oh, don't, mm-hmm. don't give them money. Right. Anyway, I need you after uh, eight o'clock. I need you to tell me what Target did so bad. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the loop. Are you serious? I'm completely out of the loop. I need to know what, what they did. Why are people all up on Target's case? One on one sum. One zero one seven FM seven ten Kiel Mike and McCarty beautiful Tuesday feels like Monday. Uh, one, th- you I was going to ask Ruben about his. They had a show this weekend. Go ahead, yeah, yes, yeah. So yes. you guys had a a, a show. Opossum, where art thou? Opossum, where art thou? Yeah, who, over who, band. Over who bailed you band. out? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the cops only had to show up once for this. Okay, show. good, good. Uh, you know, okay, good. It, it wasn't a multiple. It was cop a nice. It was show. a quiet night. A very quiet night. Yeah. Yeah. The cops wow. only showed up once, and it wasn't for any of us. So, uh, oh, so good. We're very thankful for that. And we had a wonderful time. We had a great time doing. Now, was a bunch this of a local originals. place? Oh yeah, Tasha's Tavern over on Uri Drive, uh, in that little circle next to the Cub and Round Bar and all. Oh that. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. okay. 
Yeah, it's a, fun, it's a fun place to play. It was a fantastic crowd, especially considering all the stuff that was going on mm-hmm. uh, Saturday with Mudbug Madness and, and all the other bars having their I think amazing Ricky shows. Ricky Skaggs and, was here last oh, yeah, over Ricky, the weekend. Yeah, yes. Ricky, uh, uh, it, was, it was a crazy Saturday. So Sammy we were, Kershaw was at Mudbug Madness, I heard. No. <laughs> yeah, no? he had to cancel. He canceled. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yep. he canceled. Mm-hmm. He was ill. See, I was out of town, so yeah, I'm so excused. You that. I'm, you know, you you guys got you've got more summer gigs coming up too, right? Oh, absolutely. Our next one's in Longview at the Memphis Bar. Oh, okay. Next month, yeah, into next month. That's going to be fun. Now, I'm this excited. is not a family friendly show. Is oh, absolutely it, not. We we do not play at family friendly places. We've we've kind of intentionally pigeonholed ourselves into an adults only show. <laughs> So, so, no, well, yeah. And, and, doggone it, because I'd like to go see you guys, but I don't know <laughs> if can I can go. Last. You can go. You'd, be, you'd have fun. I would I would enjoy watching Ruben up there. What do, now, you play the kazoo? Is I that play right? The, I play the kazoo and the uh, the tambourine. <laughs> and, You're the uh, little girl on the Partridge family. <laughs> <Yeah. that she's laughs> no, I play guitar and sing. I write I write songs of a, uh, of a questionable and filthy nature, and... Uh, we have a lot of fun. It's it's all in the name of comedy. It's it's not just filth for filth's sake. It's it's funny. It's jokes. It's almost like it's right. parody kind of. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now their their sense of humor is a little wackadoodle. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. tell you well, that. Well, so is mine sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to go see them. We'll yeah, have to go gonna, catch you. Can, you yeah, can check us will. out on I Facebook. We'll have to our, do that. Our mm-hmm. album Hokum is on all things streaming. You can check it out there. Just search Opossum or Thou. Uh-huh. Anything streaming. Really? Yep. So like you're on Apple Music? Apple Music, Spotify. Dude, when I walked yeah. the dog tonight, I'm going to turn... I told Check. you, you know, when I turned on Power Solo. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> of our, our, our bumper, bumper here music. that, that uh, I, I said, you know, it's pretty good stuff, actually. Yeah. He's, yes. Ruben's a big deal. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> I know. Ruben's yeah. on Apple Music. <laughs> oh, yes. awesome. Where art thou is the That's name of the band. pretty cool. Check us out. All right. Well, I'll Thanks be doing that this evening. I may be texting you later going, dude, what the hell? And What's I, the matter with you? I, I even have a sticker on my car. It's a possum. I butt. saw that. I know. Yeah. It. I would like to do that, but I just don't like the butt there. I just, it, I'm looking at his sticker right now on his on his big old mug. Love it. Oh, possum. Well, congratulations on the successful show. And very, very thanks you. Didn't they have to bail you out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Mike McCarty, 1017 FM. One hundred one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty back from just a little mini vacation. Thank mm-hmm. you for uh, stepping up. I think Scott yeah. Hughes came in. Thank mm-hmm. you, Scott. And uh, you had uh, John Settle. John Settle there. came mm-hmm. in. Yeah, rode his bike in. Don't, yeah. don't understand the potato reference. Yeah, he left you a couple of potatoes. I don't get it. But okay, <laughs> thank you. I guess. <sighs> You were you were asking about tar. I know you know what's what's. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't. I have not paid a lot of attention. I know there's a lot of people saying I'm out for Target. I'm not doing it. Was it? What, what were they selling that ticked people off so bad? Well, they, they've next month June is being classified as Pride Month. There's a whole month. It's always been for a, for a while. They've been oh, doing, it. yeah, okay. I know. But but Target has entire sections in their store um, for 
Pride Month, and they teamed up with this transgender designer, Eric Carnell. And he has a, a brand called Abprolin, if I'm saying that correctly, mm-hmm. um, which is basically satanic merchandise in these cute little pastel colors and and but but it says themes like you know burn down the system but system is spelled c i s ah okay you know satan loves trans satan respects pronouns pushing satan as this compassionate caring individual who accepts all but hasn't target and, done an about face well they've apparently pulled some of the things amidst the backlash um but it's it's Aaron, it's just it's it's unbelievable that companies you know first of all we know about the situation with bud light mm-hmm. teamed up with dylan mulvaney a a, a man dressing up in a dress and makeup and wants to identify as a woman and Bud Light sent him cans of Bud Light with his picture on it. Apparently you couldn't buy it in the store, but he he posted it all over social media and it went crazy and they've lost nearly $19 billion. That's a huge hit. This, this wokeism is not what the majority of the country supports or wants right this 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 leftist agenda and most recently now the los angeles dodgers for crying out loud no there's an anti-catholic uh organization these transgender these men that dress up as nuns with this white makeup and it's it's and, and they're like the 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 three sisters of uh, liberal, I, I, I can't even, I guess it's just, it's just mind boggling to me. Yeah. And now the Dodgers, they first, um, this, uh, invited them. Mm-hmm. Well, now they, because the trans, um, community caused an outrage. Now the Dodgers have re-invited this group of anti-Catholic Making fun of Catholics and and basically religion, um, back to uh, the Dodgers for a, for a night of Pride Night or something. God. And in Target, you know, they were selling children's clothing. This these Pride Month children's clothing and swimwear that it was labeled as tuck friendly. Not sure. If you're For familiar children? with that, I I and I don't know. Let me don't let me don't let me say that, but but there it's just a whole section. But some of the some of the clothing was children's clothing. Uh, we belong to that kind of thing, and LGBTQ plus pride and for mm. for for children and promoting this this Satan, you know, worshiping designer. With with his brand now, Target said those things that that he promotes with these the horned goat head and the um, uh, 
the star, the oh, I just I just went blank. Pentagram. Thank you. The mm-hmm. pentagram mm-hmm. symbol. They said those weren't available in Target, you know, but people looked up, and and so it's just. Now, Target's lost billions. Oh, I'm seeing all over social media. Buy Target. See you later, Target. Well, we had some friends over the, uh, the other night. We went to some friend's house for uh, my wife's birthday party. And we got to talking about it. And one of the guys said, well, my wife, we won't go. We stopped going back when they started letting men in the women's dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. And you could, the men could just walk in. And she, the wife was like, I'm never going back there. Right. And they, they stopped back during that whole thing. So they, they haven't gone to Target since that started. So much less they haven't seen any of the, the Pride Month displays that Target has oh, yeah. displayed. Hey. Mm, I, it's disappointing. I'm. I, I haven't been real familiar with it, but I was just seeing my social media all weekend ablaze with the the target comments, and I thought, you know, I'd heard a little bit about it, but I hadn't researched it. But I do know my priest Sunday uh, said something kind of referencing all of this, and I don't do much. I don't do very good here on the radio talking about it, but said. It is time for all of us that believe to speak out, to speak out against all of the hate and divisiveness that's going on well, in and, our country. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Satan, look, Satan is not um, understanding and accepting and <laughs> he's, he's the father of lies. Mm-hmm. We are in a spiritual battle in this country and people that don't see it are being exactly manipulated and and the spiritual people are the ones who are the quietest we go about our daily lives we go to our jobs we take care of our children we pray in the morning but we don't get in the face of those who are pushing the opposite view we do we don't want to be confrontational we don't want to sound like a bible thumper or whatever it is you're you don't want to sound like we might need more bible thumpers today yeah Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and if, you know, what's the phrase, you know, for evil to prosper, you know, just just needs good people to do nothing. Yes, to sit back. That's exactly it. You're absolutely and right. That's, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. We need to stand up yes. and point this out. Micah McCarty, 101. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. I have to address one of these posts on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier, I was talking about one of these house flipping shows that we were watching uh, at my daughter's, and they they kept using the phrase the uh, primary bedroom, right, and the primary bath, and mm-hmm. I. I said, what, they don't call, they don't say master bedroom anymore, the master bath? No. Is that a bad, is that a bad phrase? Not supposed to say that anymore. Is that actually referencing the old? That's how it got its name, because that's where the the master lived. Are you sure? Yeah, that's why they've changed it, because it was offensive to some people who said the master bedroom came from, that's where the master of the house lived. 
and you had a master of the house when you had slaves i guess i so they've changed it on all i watch a lot of real estate shows and right. none of them none of them use master anymore it's always primary bedroom okay but do you think people think that when they say that i mean is that is that somebody looking for something to be offended by or am i just being ultra ultra I, insensitive we can say that as white people I don't know. It might offend black people. It might say, we don't call people master anymore. You're not a master of your house anymore. Perhaps, I, I, again, I'm I'm not a black person, so I can't So is Lady is going to have to change one of the most popular numbers in their entire show? Mm. Master of the house. Keep it up. God, I have Ready no clue. to relieve them of a suit or Primary of the house. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know how far it goes. I know there's a lot of... In, in Louisiana, all across the South, there are a lot of plantations. Are they going to have to change the name of their homesteads because they're called the Frierson Plantation or the whatever plantation? I don't know. I don't know. It obviously does not offend me, but I'm, no, I'm not. I'm, look, I'm not out to offend anybody. No, I'm not exactly. Saying, I'm not saying we should say that, you know, but yeah. that, that never even crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, that that's the reason why master is well i mean i understand know. yeah i understand the 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 old use of that word sure um but okay well I, I, again i'm not trying to be you know ultra insensitive mm-hmm. but it, i know it, it just seems to me that it's like look well anyway i, I don't want to I, I <laughs> There's a new version, by the way, of the Tom Sawyer book, and See. it takes the the words out that, that were offensive, and, and it completely changes the the book, um, taking out the words that are offensive and changes them to something else. I haven't seen it; I haven't read the new version yet, um, but they're starting to do that now with books that were that are hugely popular. They're changing that, and you know, you talk to some teachers, and they'll go. But that's history. That's, that's how we talked back then. Do we completely erase history? Because if you erase it, you're prone to repeat it. Would you not? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know um, at what point is it offensive? At what point is it history and you keep it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't understand it. I really don't. So are we not going to be able to watch Gone with the Wind anymore? Because it portrays mm. slavery. Uh, I don't know. I it's a good question. I'm not sure. I just know no more master bedrooms. So we got. And if it said master's bedroom, the master's bedroom, yeah, they go no, oh, right. oh, oh, that that doesn't sound right. On the Shreveport Security Systems message board, master bedroom predates the Atlantic slave trade. This is just retards being retards. <laughs> We can't even say that, can no, we? No, you can't say that. You can't say that. Will you that. beep that out, please? I'm glad the dump button works now. Thank you. It works. Sorry. <laughs> How about master locks or in naval terms, master of the ship, master of arms? Stop this insanity. <sighs> Where does it end? I don't so, know. I, that's what I'm saying. It's just I, I I worked at a clothing store one time, and in, in, in I guarantee you this, it was a family-owned business. And these were the least racist people. They were Christian family. And I walked out on the floor and there was a, a lady standing over and there was, there was two people on the floor, older people helping other customers, two of our salespeople. And so I walked over and said, ma'am, is anybody helping you yet? No. 
ain't nothing but white folks getting helped in here. Mm. And I was just like, wait, why? No, that's not true at all. Oh, goodness. Do you know the percentage of business, you know, from 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 the black community? No. But people are looking for things to get offended to. Everything can offend someone. That's for sure. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Get um, some more cognac yeah. in my coffee. <laughs> we'll move on. Mike One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. You know, I, I was uh spent the weekend in Dallas with mm-hmm. my daughter uh before she leaves to go get her son, her new little nice. son. Nice. Um Aaron, we one of the things that we did every day was walk her dog. And yeah. at least twice a day. In the mornings I would take him out if she was working. Uh and then in the evenings we would take him for a walk around the mm-hmm. neighborhood. And she has a really cool neighborhood. It's it's uh uh, there's houses that were, I mean, I, I, I would, I would venture back into the thirties and forties. And then there's, uh, you know, n- newer homes that are currently being built like on two lots. And, and oh, cool. I know, I know yeah. five, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar homes. Wow. These are just amazing. And, uh, and we were <laughs> one evening, it was about dusk. We were walking and I heard, uh, some music real loud. Mm hmm. And you could hear some singing, and it sounded like a live band. And it was it was uh, Hispanic music, you know, okay. very festive. Oh, nice! You know, and yeah. I thought, well, they're all cool. Let's go hear the band. I said, there, there's a there's a somebody's got a live band, and you know, they got a backyard party going mm-hmm. on. And as we were walking up the street, and we came to that that yard, there was a, a big wooden fence, but it had a sliding gate across the driveway, and I could see through one of the gaps in the gate there was a pool. And the music was loud and you could hear the ladies singing. And I said, oh, that's cool. They got a party, a live band. So I kind of went up to the gate and I was peeking through and I could see the pool. And I couldn't see a band. But then I saw a a girl. She was just kind of lying in the pool with her back against the wall of the pool, singing at the top of her lungs, along with the radio that was playing very loudly. And I went, oh, okay. Then I went, oh, she's topless. Oh, (laughs) Oh, so you're now a creeper. <laughs> oh, I jumped away from oh, that. Oh, man. I jumped. I was like, oh, oh, and looked at Mike, and she goes, what? And I went, well, it's not a band. <laughs> <laughs> it's some lady enjoying her pool. Oh, no. Said, she didn't have a top on. <gasps> Ow. The, the accidental peeping Tom sounds like a Don Knotts movie. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Felt like an idiot. So now one of her neighbors right, knows yeah. she's got a creeper for a father. I was like, no, if I just oh. stand there and I said, Mike, hand me my phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I was like, oh, no, man. It's, it's, you know, and I did. She say, didn't see you, did she? I don't think so. Okay, good. Uh, well, her cameras did. Probably. 
<laughs> but if they did, they saw it was an inadvertent beeping. It wasn't yeah, like a lingering, lingering kind of thing. <laughs> but also just judging by her, you know, behavior from what you heard and saw, I don't think she would have minded. <laughs> I know. Ruben, I don't think so either, quite mm, frankly. Man. And, you know, we've, we've talked before about the like the nudist colony down in South Louisiana. Yeah. And, and I've made the statement. Most people you don't want to see naked. Yeah, that's true. Well, she wasn't one of those people. Oh, yeah. there you go, creeper. She was, yeah, I, I did catch that. <laughs> I backed away very quickly, though. Good, and, good, and, good. and then came back later. Uh. 101.7. Seven FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. And uh, um, a lot of things happened over the weekend whilst I was gone. We had another officer-involved shooting uh, involving the Shreveport Police Department. Do you, do any any further details on that, or has it been turned over to the uh, LSP? Yeah, state police are investigating. This happened in a subdivision. The best way to describe it is right off Burt Coons near Bickham Dixon Park. It's the River Road subdivision um, on Old River Road. Um, 60-year-old Robert Diamond uh, reportedly pulled out a gun when the officers arrived. They were going there for a, a welfare check call, which is, okay. what, what does that usually entail? A welfare check is, is if a family member is concerned that uh, they haven't been able to get in touch with you know, uh, somebody, and they'll call the police. They, they may not be able to get over there, mm-hmm. whether they're out of town or something, and say, "Hey, my, uh, I've been calling my mom for four hours, and that's not usual. Can you go check? Right, and see. Or a neighbor may have called. A, a, a neighbor may yeah. have heard or seen something, and and cause, hey, you know, we're we're concerned, and so the the police will go and and do a welfare check. Initial reports indicated that uh, 60-year-old Robert Diamond, apparently um, when police arrived there, he apparently had a gun. Again, state police will have to confirm that. And then at that point, shots were exchanged or fired. I'm not sure if uh, uh-huh. who fired first. Right. We don't know that yet. Or if Diamond actually fired his weapon. We don't know. Um, he was hit. Um, rushed to Auctioner LSU Health, where he was later pronounced dead. No officers were hurt. State police are now investigating the the shooting, as they have on all of the uh, police-involved shootings, which we have had five so far this year. Yeah. Um, which for me, that's too too many. I mean, that's I don't I don't mean too too many. Right. I too, mean just that's too just many. Too many. Right. Um, right. and we got to figure out. Is it uh, what? You know, but if someone pulls a gun on a police officer, or is brandishing a gun, and they're obviously yelling, "Drop the weapon! Drop your weapon!" Well, and yes, and they don't. What do you, what do we anticipate the police will do? I've, I've look. I'm always going to err on on the side of the police. Uh, I worked with the Bossier City Police Department for almost 15 years um, as uh, one of the reserve officers, and 
reserve officers are different from auxiliary officers. Right. The reserve officers, we were um, carried the same weapon, fully commissioned with arrest powers, drove the same cars, went on patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, basically, the only difference is the reserve officer unit doesn't get paid. Right. So, um, so I experienced actual, you know, actual policing for for many years, and and you know that when that when the guy came in and addressed the city council from the Black Panthers, and was making these just ludicrous statements that, that all the all these Shreveport police officers just want to go kill black people, it's just absurd. It, it, that is not. There is no officer. That gears up at the beginning of his shift going, I'm going to go kill me somebody. I'm going to go kill me a black guy today. I mean, that's just absurd. That Yeah, that's that's just ridiculous. And, and you discredit yourself when you say something like that. Nobody listens to anything else well, you say. Well, absolutely. And, it's ridiculous. And, and so until we, until we see the video uh, of, of what actually happened, and usually, usually mm-hmm. you find out the officers were, uh, you know, in, afraid. Now, there are situations. I'm, I'm not defending all officer-involved shootings. There are situations where bad choices were made mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, situation went, went south. But, you know, until we see what happened, uh, that, you know, there was a weapon involved or not, who fired first? Right. Were the officers afraid of their lives, uh, in fear of d- danger for themselves or others? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll see. In the Louisiana State Police has been very good about providing that information in a very non-judgmental way. Right, and and I'm sure there is a lot of video from that neighborhood, and so they're gathering all that now. They're asking for help from the public. If you have any cameras in that area, they want to see it. They want to see what your cameras show about right. what happened. So yeah. they're gathering all that now and we'll release the information as they can. We'll find out more. Mm-hmm. Micah McCarty, 1017. 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. We talked earlier about Mudbug Madness. How did you do in the celebrity crawfish eating contest? They were going to pair you and I together, mm-hmm. um, but then I ended up leaving town. Yeah, and I had so the I, I had the rules for you. By the way, it was you were going to be. I had given them a list of my requirements. You were going to be <laughs> your list of your requirements. Yeah, because I mean, you you would have dusted me if we'd have done it regular. You were going to have to be standing on your head, one hand tied behind your back. Um, blindfolded. Wow. Three things. That would have been a challenge. Yeah. First then, of all, I can't stand on my head. Well, we would have helped you. We'd have had a couple of people spotting you. Okay. And then you would have had You'd to have, have to hang me up like a <laughs> boar. <laughs> One hand tied behind the back and blindfolded. And then I had a shot. But you weren't there. So I went up against Chica, which was no contest. She's, she, you know, she didn't know what she was doing. So that was no contest. But I thought, you know, maybe I have a shot this year. None of the big wigs that are typically the, you know, inhaling these things are there. So I thought, I'm going to do it Mikey's way. I'm going to just pinch and, right. you know, rip the tail the out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I kept getting stuff, you know, shell mixed in. And so I I have a big old chew cut on this side of my cheek. And I'm still going fast. And I got a big chew cut on the other side of my cheek. And then a guy stands up. He's done. 
I hadn't swallowed anything yet. Wow. I have just chow down on one each side of my cheeks. Haven't now, swallowed anything. Now you said this guy ate tails. He did and all. He did not peel one crawfish. He popped the tail off with his mouth, swallowed it like a pill. No. That's that's unbelievable this is, to me. This, I, I need to talk to this guy. This mutant is Shreveport Police. I mean, this officer <laughs> is Sergeant David Gardner. Gardner, And here's what the police department posted. Sergeant David Gardner brings home the win for Chief Smith and the Shreveport Police Department in a dominating performance over the Shreveport Fire Department. Again, in other news, they say water is wet. So he is throwing it down. Next year, he's going to win it again. He's already said he's going to take it on. All comers, bring it on. He swallowed the shells. I think he's at his proctologist as we speak. Golly. Because I got shells in my mouth, and I was trying to swallow, and I'm like, my gag reflex wouldn't let me do that. So he kicked our tails. I mean, I want to I want to see his technique because yeah, he. I, I don't know I, if I there's video of it. I know they put it on their Facebook page. The little the little dig message. Mm-hmm. You got to come back and defend. You have to come back. I don't care if I'm pitted up against you. I'm gonna let you go at it. Hold well, if they have, if if it's the media, then he won't be competing against me. If it's the media, Crawford well, no, you're all everybody at the table. It was celebrities. It okay. wasn't media. It was okay. just celebrities. And he was considered one of the celebrities. He was battling Clarence Reese, the fire chief. And I picked the fire chief to win because firefighters are good at eating. I mean, they know they oh, know yeah. some good food. Oh, yeah. And no, not when you're eating the shells and all. No, no. He swallowed them like a big vitamin pill. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing today. Somebody might want to send him some uh, Pepto-Bismol or something. He gonna if need he's it. eating the shells and all, I, I got to see this. I I, yeah. I hope somebody has some video posted. I hope so. We should find it. No way. Mm. I I can go through some crawfish, but not with the, not eating shells. I didn't swallow one before he stands up. <laughs> oh, three pounds of it. Mike and McCarty, one hundred one seven FM, seven ten.